Nice. You are now in tune with the boss of the business, the What the Heck Show, on UnionPowerRadio.com. Afternoon, local 804 Teamsters and Teamsters listening across the country. How are you, my brothers and sisters? Uh, today is Sunday, July 14th, and we have plenty of topics to talk about today. Uh, first off, I'd like to say a big thank you for Hector Fortis to be here again today. The Beast from Brush Avenue. Thank you, Hector Fortis. Yeah, 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 yeah. The What the Heck is here. That's right. The original What the Heck. And uh, he's going to be helping me out because uh, uh, Charlie's been busy. Uh, um, you know, uh, for those who don't, that don't know, Charlie's mother passed away a few weeks back. And he's been going through a tough time. So send him your prayers and give him some love. Charlie's a good guy and, uh, and we're all feeling for him right now. Um, moving on to what's going on around our local. Yeah, around the local. Around the local. I'm sorry if I sound a little. We don't have a lot of listeners coming on right now because I don't know. I guess everybody's uh is out in uh, nice weather, out in the park and out in the pool. You know. Yeah, well, you can't blame them. It's a beautiful day out. But if you missed the show today, you know you can catch us on on podcast, which we uh, put on right after the show, and uh, you can also go to Spotify and also get it from there too. That's right. You got the Podomatic, and then you got the Spotify. So you'll never miss the show. Never. We always catch it. You can listen to it in segments if you like. So what's up, man, Tony? What's well, going on? I'm a little out of it. I just got back from vacation. and I'm a little tired. You know, I, sometimes you need a little vacation from your vacation, if you know Absolutely. what I mean. Absolutely. You know, especially when you're running around with your kids and you're trekking through these. Uh, I was in some of these Pennsylvania woods and uh, we took a little trek down and we saw these beautiful waterfall and uh, hawk falls over there in uh in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania, it's over by the Hickory Run State Park. It was really nice. Uh, if you're looking for a place to go and have a good time with your family, it's really nice up there. We took a nice train ride over to a gorge. It was very nice. Uh, you know, it was like a 70-minute train ride. You get a nice, a lot of nice scenery on the way. They tell you a little bit about the history of the town and stuff. It was really nice. nice educational and fun. Nice. Yeah, that, 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 that deserves a poor Yeah. 
How for your you? vacation. <laughs> How about you, Heck? What's been going on with Nothing, you? Nothing, man. I'm waiting to get on vacation, man. I go on vacation on the week of the August 9th. So um, I have a little trip planned with the guys. Uh, we're going uh, We're going uh, car riding. This time, we're not even taking any planes. We're riding down to uh, Florida. Wow. And then from Florida, we're going to spend three days there in Miami. Then from there, we're going to Myrtle Beach to uh, hang out at Myrtle Beach for another three days. And then from there, Virginia. And we're working our way back up to New York. Nice. So there's nice. a couple of guys from U- UPSers that I normally go uh, on vacation with. You know, the boys, no the boys. wives. The boys. No wives. Uh-huh, just the fellas. Just the fellas. And uh, hopefully uh, it turns out to be a good vacation because every time that we uh, plan these vacations and uh, we go to these places, uh, the last time we went was um, um, Porta Plata in Dominican Republic. And and that turned out to be some kind of vacation. I mean, it was a it was a, a tiring vacation because we did all these excursions, you know, like uh, the excursions, excursions. Yeah. I'm sorry, excursions, yeah. excursions, and uh, you get tired from all the excursions. So I f- I figured I figured this time around, I'm not gonna do anything. I'm just gonna relax. Yeah. Well, you picked a lot of good places because you got the the beach in Miami, which is phenomenal. That that area over there, the strip at night is is cranking. Yeah. You have a great time. I've been to Miami a few times. I love it down there. Uh, you're going to Virginia. You said Virginia Beach is amazing. Myrtle Beach. I've been there too for uh, bike week uh, when I was. Riding my bike back in those days, and I was in a club. We used to hit that beach. Uh, lots of fun there, I could tell you that. So you're picking some good spots. I yeah. mean, and then you know we all doing we're doing this with this uh, air a a uh, Airbnb Airbnb exactly. Oh, yeah. So you rent a whole house. Yeah, between awesome. all of us, and uh, we have rooms, baths, you know, pools, everything in that shit. So it's gonna and that's everywhere in Miami. We have one. Myrtle Beach, we have one on the beach, and then on Virginia Beach, we also have one at the nice. beach. Nice. Oh, yeah. So, you're going to be chilling. That's it's, it's, like a it, great it, time. I think it was, I, I feel, the other guys don't feel that this is more expensive, this is less expensive than uh, going to DR or Costa Rica or anything like that, but I think this is more expensive, actually. Well, yeah, well, it depends on you and, and what you plan on doing when you get there, because uh, the Airbnbs are usually nicely priced, so on the hotels, you probably, I mean, on the Airbnb itself, the, the houses you're getting, you're probably getting a very good price on them, but again, it's like what you spend on eating and going out and having fun with the fellas, you know, right. that, that all depends, because airplane, airfare to DR sometimes and going to these resorts, it can be a bit pricey. Right. I, I'd rather, I mean, to get there in two hours, I mean, now we have to drive uh, to... To Miami, it's yeah. going to be about 18, maybe 18. It depends because no, no. we have a lot of drivers. Yeah. So, uh, Well, you crack Florida in about 18, but to get to Miami is about another good sometimes four hours, five hours because yeah, you're no. going down south. I hate that sign when it says, welcome to Florida, and then you got another four hours to drive. That <laughs> yeah. shit kills you, You man. get excited. You're like, yeah. I'm here. Exactly. <laughs> you get all wide awake and ready to go party, and then all of a sudden you, you're, you're there another four, another four five hours. hours of driving. Yeah. You're like, Damn. It's but hopefully, hopefully this trip will turn out to be a good trip uh, because all our other trips, you know, we ran into a lot of things. Uh, just in case, uh, uh, for the Porto Plata, when we went to Porto Plata, you know, it says uh, adults only. They really meant adults only. <laughs> wow. Because as soon as we landed and we went into the hotel, we see old people with crushes and, and, wow. and you know, walkers and shit. And we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> we came to a retirement home <laughs> to, to a party. geriatric center. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, that shit, was, that shit was kind of fucked up for us. But we made the most of it. Um, the fellas, you know, we got drunk every night. Uh, and, um, I mean, I don't, I don't 
tell you when to do that, but right, I mean, right. that's what we had to do to have a good time over there. But, right, right. But hopefully this trip, you know, we don't get into each other's throats going down, you know, Florida in the car, all bunched up, you know, so. Nah, you guys would be good because you got five guys. Everybody can drive. Five. There's seven of us. Oh, seven? That's <laughs> yeah. great. So you got seven drivers. So everybody yeah. can share the, the wealth on the drive. And they're all UPS drivers. So let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they don't have sleep apnea like I do. Hopefully. <laughs> How's that going for you, man? I heard well, about that yeah, sleep apnea. I, I, I want to talk about sleep apnea because a lot of guys uh, in the UPS, I they ignore it. And I, I, I was going to ignore it for a little while, but I, I found myself tired every morning and falling asleep behind the wheel all the time going to work, you know, trying to get to the center. And I live, you know, an hour and a, uh, 15 minutes away to any center. I live up in uh, Monroe. And... um. And I felt myself, uh, and, and, and I'm speaking about it because, you know, my, my president, Vinnie Perone, makes fun of me of uh, the, the, the CPAC machine that I had in my freaking, I had pictures of it. Right, right. But I think it's everyone, who, whoever has a, a sleep apnea, and you think you don't, and if you snore not a lot at night, uh, you can lose uh, breathing for a couple of seconds. And the funny thing is, when I went to my sleep um, study, uh, I fell asleep around, I got there at 8 o'clock, by the time they put all the wires around your head and around your body, around your legs and all that shit, you fall, you know, you, you're tired from all that shit right there. Right. So I fell asleep around 8, 9.30, 30, 9.15, 9.30, I fell asleep, and all of a sudden at 12.30, they come rushing into my room and walk, waking me up, and I was like, what's going on, what's going on? It was like, oh, you're bad. Uh, I lost, oh, I lost, I, I lost uh, breathing, I, I was not breathing for more than 30 times. Wow. Throughout that four hour spread. The most concern was the 25 second one that I, I, I didn't breathe for 25 seconds. Like, and your body is like a shocker. You know, your body shakes and then it wakes you back up so you could breathe again. So, uh, usually at the second uh, sleep study, they, sleep, they, they study you with a, a CPAP. This time, they, 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 they couldn't wait for me to get on the CPAP. They put the CPAP right away. And I slept w way better from 12.30 all the way to 5 o'clock in the morning when they wake you up. And he said it's pretty bad, so I'm waiting for my sleep pad machine to come. And once that, hopefully I could be uh, energe energetic again because I was always tired waking up. And I thought I slept eight hours, and I really didn't sleep eight hours. Like there was when the study was from 9.30 to 12.30, they, slept, they said I only slept 15 minutes. Damn. So you could imagine the whole eight hours thinking that you're sleeping eight hours, but you're really not sleeping maybe for an hour because of the sleep apnea. That's scary. So man. it is scary. But, he, you know, I asked him also, you know, what was the, you know, what was the big thing? You know, if sleep apnea, what could happen? What's the, the, the worst could happen? Worst case scenario. He said people go with sleep apnea for years, for years, and nothing happened until that day comes when you sleep and you never wake up. Wow. You know, because... They only need uh, 60 seconds of not breathing and your brain goes into fucking whatever. So the study was good and now I'm, uh, I'm on a sleep uh, pad. <laughs> so what Vinny does, he teased me about that. But, uh, you know, that's, it's, a, it's a disease. And, and if anyone is out there that thinking that you're sleeping all night and then you're tired, you know, going to work, man, I think you should have that checked out. I mean, our medical pays for everything. So thank God for that. You know, they pay for the sleep study, the CPAP and everything. That's why we got the great medical here in local 804. That's right. That's right. So I advise anybody that snores at night and, and feels that they tired in the morning to try to go to. And, and this became because I went for a physical and the doctor said, you know, what you've been feeling. And I've been feeling tired. So he sent me to that study. So. 
Well, I'm glad you're sharing that because uh, it's important. There's a lot of guys, I'm sure, um, that uh, that are going through that issue without even realizing it. And as Hector says, the symptoms are basically waking up in the morning and not feeling like you slept much. Uh, at one point, Hector said during the study, they said he slept for most of the night, but he actually only slept 15 minutes, which was like horrible for the few hours that he was, you know, in that bed. And they do an amazing study. They put you in a bed that's kind of like a hotel room from the pictures yes. I've seen. And uh, they hook you up to these machines and they, they just basically study you sleeping. And they watch you and they see if there's any, you know, uh, non-breathing episodes and and see what your REM state is like and you know and and then they they can determine from there if you have a problem i have a few friends actually two friends that i can tell you right now that are sleeping with those machines at night because of these studies and um if you're if you're out there and you're listening and, and you and you know you're having a problem sleeping and you're, you're keeping your wife late up night snoring or your girlfriend or by yourself and you don't even realize it you know take the time go do the study and and it's it's i think it's a like two days right they hold you down for two days or a day or overnight? it's one it's one day one overnight uh okay. you, you go in at eight o'clock in in the evening by the time they finish putting you with massive wires around your whole body i mean hundreds of wires uh for your neck your throat your 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 your, um, your drawer to see if you, how many times your drawer opens up when you're sleeping at night right when you snore uh they they have wires for everything everything in in your body uh how your body shocks you when you're you're you know not breathing um but in my case you know they had to do an emergency uh cpap because uh they they as soon as they saw 25 seconds that i wasn't breathing for 25 seconds Damn. They they it, it became an alarm to them yeah. and you know the red flag started going dude, up. Dude, waking up at twelve thirty at night when you're in the you think you're in a deep sleep, but you're not really in a deep sleep. But you're in a deep you know and people walking right into your room and you had the the two nurses and the tech running into the room you know saying yo whoa, 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 you got to get up you know <laughs> right right that shit was scary it was scary a little bit. Yeah, that sounds scary. Well, yeah. you guys all heard it here. You know, uh, sleep apnea is a disease. It's, uh, you know, you should definitely, if you're feeling any of those symptoms, go get yourself checked out. The uh, union definitely provides uh, benefits that will take care of it. Uh, the uh, Most of uh, everything is paid for. You just got to go and, and do the study. Don't be scared. You know, it's better. It's better to know what's happening to you while you're sleeping than oh, not yeah. know. You know, as you said, Hector, he went, he went down. They said almost 25 seconds without breathing. That's pretty scary, man. That's, yeah. You know, and like he also said, you know, the worst case scenario is one day you go to sleep and you don't fucking wake up. Yeah, that was the, mean, that was the worst scenario. And I said, <laughs> does that happen all the time? He goes, well, like he, he was telling me that a lot of a lot of people, you know, they go through it for years, and years, and they don't realize it. And they don't, they don't go to the doctor and try to get to study. And then, you know, when they just let it go and don't go to the doctor, you know, they could not wake up at the middle of the night, you know. And that's the scary part. Wow. Going to sleep, saying goodnight and never waking up again. No, man. that's. And, you know, with, with us, us us drivers, you know, we, we work our asses off and we get tired and we eat late at night. And, you know, it, it also has to do with a weight, you know. Right, right. Issue also. You're not know? eating right. Right. Exactly. Right. You're not eating right. Your weight, you know, my weight is a little bit above you're you know, above average, yeah. slightly overweight. <laughs> yeah. Would you say slightly overweight? Slightly overweight. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I have to lose a couple of pounds and uh, eat right and um, hopefully fix this this apnea thing because this is shit is crazy. I mean, and like I said, I, I, I brought it up because I feel like a lot of people are doing it like I was, like it was happening to me and I was ignoring it. And uh, my full physical just got me to this point that I had to do it. And I'm glad I did it because now I know what I have. 
You know, now I know that I, why I'm tired every morning, right. why I'm tired. You know, I just want to sleep, 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 and you're not really getting no sleep. You know, yeah, especially for you that you take those long drives out from upstate oh, all the way back it. to the Bronx and down to the Union Hall and back forget and forth. Forget about it. Yeah, you do a lot of driving for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's for your safety and the safety of the others on the road while you're on there and you're falling asleep. You put other people in danger as well. So that's correct. Something to think about. So it's something to be aware of uh, for you, uh, uh, UPSs out there that yes. uh, all you local uh, Teamsters. That if you feel tired, you know, go get it checked out, man. That's it. Yeah, get it checked out, definitely. And so, with what's the weather, up with the weather being the way it is? Stay hydrated, guys. Oh uh, yeah. You know, we know it's hot out there. Um, there's a lot of tricks as a, a UPS driver that we use out there when it's hot. You know, you know, want a nice little cooler with you with ice, with some bottles of water. Stick to the water. Don't drink too much of the sports drinks or the or the Red Bulls. Stay away from that stuff. Try to drink lots of water. Water is what you need. It's the most important thing. Um, That's another problem with this fucking company now that, you know, they saying everybody be hydrated. They can't even supply water. To the, to the local sort, to the preloads, to the drivers. You know, they usually have cases of water ready for you for, you know, when it's hot out there and, you know, it's, it's crazy. They, they want you to run, be hydrated, but they can't supply no water because they're on the budget right now. So, you know, yeah, wow. That's pretty bad because I remember, you know, years back, there was, there was times where they would have the coolers in the office and they'd everybody would grab a few bottles of water you know uh, have everybody try to stay hydrated you know it, it wasn't like great but it was helpful you know and now it's like you don't even get that and they're saying stay hydrated stay hydrated but they're part of the problem they're not helping you stay hydrated you know they they, they could uh, listen water's cheap man you get a case nowadays for two or three dollars you get a case of like 24, 24 waters yeah. like come on company seriously you, you can't help the guys out a little bit uh, no they're some- helping out now they're coming out with these new polo shirts that uh, are cool free what are they, well, they have a button that you could cool off I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you know? supposedly the material the material the is supposed okay. to keep keep you cool but I, listen so and they got they want to bring guys into the office because they wearing the wrong t-shirts because they you know because they don't supply any cool stuff yeah and now they're gonna uh, supply some uh, some polo shirts that supposedly you know when you're sweating it cools you off okay I mean I'm sure it's better than what we have but still I mean they could take better steps i look to me like they're just trying to make the company and us drivers look a little more you know with the times because they haven't changed in so long and they're trying to compete now with companies like well you know competing with amazon and fedex and all that you know they want to give us a nice newer look you know so I, I i feel that has a lot to play into it as well talking about fedex fedex just gave up the contract for amazon so amazon is scaling and is sending everything over to uh to the company now and that's why you see peak season here in july in august yeah especially and, this week coming with Prime and the week. funny part is <laughs> that the company don't have enough trucks or drivers for this volume yeah. they didn't expect this and this is why you got guys going out there from 10 to le- listen guys we have a nine five list that everyone should be getting on if you want to get out of a nine five or they want to violate it Get your grievance, man. Get that money, man, because you're going to be out there for 10 to 11 o'clock at night. You ain't going to see your kids, man. So uh, I advise you to go to your shop steward and get on that 9-5 list, man. Get on that 9-5 list if yeah. you feel that it's too much uh, over, over, over excessive of uh, overtime. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Vinny had a huge post on that. You know, it's it's very important about the nine five because right now the company is going to be. Listen, with FedEx doing what they did and Prime Day coming Monday and Tuesday, 
I I believe that we are going to get slammed this week. Like, and and everybody's been feeling it. I'm sure any teams is listening from New York to you know straight across to California, from the East Coast down to the West Coast to the South parts of the states. I'm pretty sure everybody is feeling that bump in 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 packages that that volume that's just hitting everybody so hard. Guys are working late. The smart thing to do is get on the nine five. If you do work over that time, they gotta pay you. They gotta pay you big time. Hell so yeah. you might as well get on the nine five. The the company should be hiring people for this. They definitely should be hiring. Yeah, they people. hiring. They hiring twenty two fours. Which what happened in uh, in one of my buildings? They hired five twenty two fours. One made it. One made it. One made it because he continued. He's continued to work, but the other four quit. Oh wow! So. It's going to be a, a big turnaround with the 22-4. I think they have no idea what they're getting into. I think it's, they, they, it's in the same situation with the VD, uh, VCDs, which is the vacation driver, uh, cover drivers that they had that they implemented in the last contract. And I think they have no idea what they're getting into with these 22-4s. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, I was just similar to that well or basically the same thing Vinny had posted on facebook about the company once again seems to think they can do what they want and they're trying to get these part-timers now uh, oh my god yeah I, yo i'm they're, disgusted with that they're trying to uh, well you why don't you explain a little bit what's going on they're well, trying to the, the company they are so desperate right now of hiring drivers so the inside guys you know they always have a problem with driving stick shift right so they always either they don't go for it because of the stick shift or either or they, they fail because of the stick shift. So now the company is trying to put out this letter out saying that, you know, OK, we're going to let everyone uh, train in automatic trucks. But the big but on that. And that's when Vinny said, fuck you to the, the company. Eight hour guarantee. Right. The, if, if you come in after you may book, you know, after you may book from, um, you know, your automatic uh, transmission. And let's say a route that you pick has a, a shift, you know, a stick shift truck that you'll be forfeiting your eight hours. Oh, hell no. So you can't drive the eight, the, the stick shift. So they sent you home and you forfeit. And uh, we, I mean, me and I know a bunch of the, the executive board, we were like, fuck you. You can't just implement that. The contract is already signed. You can't do that shit. So I know they're pointing out these letters to, to uh, have these uh, waivers signed. By these uh, part-timers that want to go into driving that they've been waiting for a long time. And that's, that's fucked up because these, these guys have been waiting for a long time to get into driving as a part-timer. And, and now, you know, they have the opportunity with the automatic trucks. That's what the company's saying. But then they're also telling them, listen, this is the deal. If it's a, a stick shift truck on that route that you pick and, you know, you can't drive sticks, then you fall for your eight hours. And we were like, fuck you. Yeah, no, fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> That's yeah. a boo to the company. The eight hour guarantee is one of the most important things we have, as Vinny stated. And uh, it's, that's not happening. And Vinny also says, under no circumstance does this worthless piece of paper signify that full timer drivers will be limited to certain routes, violate seniority not stay in classification and not have an eight-hour guarantee and the, and the crazy part about this that these these part-timers they're not going to read this they're going to present they're going to present this 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 waiver 
They're going to look at them and say, holy shit, I could fucking become a driver f about time with an automatic truck. But they got to read the waiver. They cannot sign that waiver. Do saying, not sign anything but your check. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. As always, and everybody says this, you do not have to sign anything that is put in front of you except for your check. And if you have, if you have questionable about it. Call your shop steward. Let your co your shop steward be right next to you to read this fucking waiver. And then let the shop steward explain to you what you are giving up. Yes. As a part-timer if you do not know how to ride stick shift. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Also, we wanted to talk about this Prime Day. Because uh, another post that I saw that uh, President Peron put up was he's saying that Walmart has jumped the gun and started their Prime Day ahead of Amazon and UPS. And so that means the Teamsters will be hammered this week and next by this. Not only do we stress for all our brothers and sisters to do the job correctly, work to their methods, take your lunch at the right time, work safe and stay hydrated in this heat, but also if you are instructed to do something shady, notify your stewards immediately. We are already told that supervisors will be working like late, like crazy. So they're already trying to state, you know, needs of the business, and they're already uh, informing, I guess, you guys at the union that, you know, they will, the supervisors will be working. So let's, uh, he's also saying. And that's another thing that, you know, guys, if, you, if you're looking for overtime, and that is your overtime, this is your money that the supervisor is working, come in early. Come in early. If you see a supervisor working on the belt, get on that belt and work your ass. Get on the clock and make that money. Fuck that. Don't let these supervisors take away your overtime because this is what they're doing. They're pushing the times back to a start time of 9.15, 9.30. Uh, some of them I saw 9.45. They're pushing Jeez. it back for you guys. You know, so if you come back late, it won't be that much overtime. Fuck that. If you come to the building at 7 o'clock in the morning and there's supervisors working on the belt, jump on that fucking belt, load that truck up, and get paid. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're definitely going to be trying to do some... I, I mean, think about it. They don't want to hire, like you said before. They're 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 un they're going to be under the gun next week. I mean, Amazon with FedEx, I, I, I think for the next three, I think for the next month, I, they're going to be so fucking hammered. It's going to be one of the craziest summers uh, working for UPS that I think. Hold in on, a I, long got a, time. I got a phone call, and uh, we got somebody calling in here on Union Power Radio. This is Union Power Radio. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Union Power Radio. Who's this? Who's this? This is Johnny Ferranti, Foster Avenue. How are you? What's up, Johnny? Hey, Johnny Ferranti. What's going on, Rosie, buddy? what's going on, sir? Hanging in there, brother. How's it going? I figured I'd, I figured I'd like to chime in and say hello and give you a shout out. Oh, we appreciate that, man. How's it going there? It's, it's, going, it's going good. It's going good. I, I have a couple of uh, questions for you guys. You might be able to answer me. Yeah, sure. Go right ahead. You know, why does it take two months for a grievance to get answered if you've written six Article 18? Wow. Uh, from yeah. Foster? <laughs> from Foster? And when they answered it, it wasn't even answered correctly. Where you make, who's, who's, are you making those grievances and you're giving them to your shop steward? Or are you a shop oh, I'm making, I'm making the grievances. I'm turning them in. I'm taking pictures of them. I'm even turning them in when I was out of the country. I post-dated it. Wow. That's why <laughs> on that day, they could turn it in to the manager knows I'm on vacation 
and I'm still submitting a grievance. And what is your BA saying about it? I just get the handshake. You you spoke to Dave Cintron? Yes. And what did Dave Cintron say? Oh, uh, all he kept saying is that they have to answer. They have to answer it. Yeah. They got detained for Memorial Day. If, if it's in the past two weeks, I can tell you this much: labor was running on one guy, and they wasn't doing any work. Labor yeah. uh, is coming back from vacation this Monday. So I, yeah. I'm sure a lot of grievances that are on their desk are going to be answered. Um, yeah. But, you know, nope. they, they're the, the, the center manager or the managers are directed to put decline. Decline every grievance. It's up to the B. Now it's up to the BA and the labor to sit down at a, a at a convenient time from labor if they have time to sit down with the BA to uh, solve all these uh, grievances. Because right so my now, my question is, mm-hmm. my question, mine was because they've got to pay me for the holiday. Well, which, holiday? My, which holiday? Which M- holiday? Memorial Day. Okay. So now my question to you is, who's instructing the managers to put decline? Because as far as I know. When the union sits down with UPS to figure out the contract, they're lawyers. So, so it's a local manager, it's a local DM that says, "I'm doing this." We should grieve his ass then. No, no. Or we should grieve her ass. That, what's happening is that they have to sit down with, like you said, they have to sit down with management, and they haven't been able to because uh, labor has been on vacation. Uh, I know Warren was on vacation for some time. And um, the other guy, I forget the other guy's Tom, name. Tom, Tom Delahan yeah. and Tom Cleary. They yeah. all been on vacation. So okay. So so the the center managers are being told by I guess their superiors to decline them, and then we have to basically the business agents have to wait for these guys to come back from vacation to sit to down sit and down them. exactly. But you know what? Uh, in a way, Franny's right. They should have somebody when they're like, for example, if I'm a steward and I'm on vacation, there's another steward to take take over what I have to deal with when I'm not there. They should do the same. It shouldn't be that there's one guy that we have to wait around to speak to every time. You Let me tell I mean? you something. This well, that guy, well, guy goes into a coma. This labor, this, really? this <laughs> labor, these labor guys are way over their head. They didn't even know what was coming to them when we came into office. Yeah. And by the way, uh, Joseph, uh, John, uh, I'm, I'm a BA myself. And uh, they yeah. had no idea how much grievance that we will be writing. And they are way, I mean, they got stacks. We got a lot of grievance paid, a lot of grievance. I mean, over $70,000 in one grievance. I remember uh, seeing a check for that. Um, I'm getting my guys paid uh, for my grievances. I got a lot of grievance out there still waiting for labor to even look at them because they've been denied. You know, it's it's, it's, it's fucked up that we have to well, wait this long. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, they paid me eight hours, but they never paid me my penalty pay. Yeah, and you're gonna and, and I was put, and, and I was putting agreements in for the for the penalty. Pay. Listen, this, I thought I thought it come in one check. I thought this labor board has a lot of a lot of time now because we settled over seven hundred and fifty three cases of of grievance just laying down from the last executive board from the other last executive board. We got rid of Scott Damone did his thing and and got rid of a lot of freaking grievances. Now they now all the grievances that they're getting now are all new, new from 2019. So well, you know if they paid all those grievances, uh, 753 grievances that we had laid up from the previous boards, they up to date now. So now. They should be paying these 2019, and I'm sure now that all the labor guys are coming back from vacation and, and they're sitting down and they're going to see stacks of grievances that need to be handled, I'm sure they, they're going to put they, – they're over their head. My thing was this. I told the guys – I told the guys in my center 
that if, if they don't answer the grievance, and I said 48 hours, you know, but give this to the manager one extra day, you know, because they are overwhelmed. But still, you don't have to wait this long. How long oh, you yeah. been waiting oh, for? How long you been waiting for your grievance now? Well, it was it was you no know, Memorial Day, but they paid me the eight hour, but they didn't pay me the punky pay. Okay, but I told the guys, I said, start doing Article Eighteen, right? Because I figured, you know what? Which is not, Just bombard not, the manager exactly. with so much paperwork, he'll never be able to leave the office. Exactly. Just, just keep blowing up, and then, and then I called, I called Vinnie Perone. I left. I left a message three weeks ago. Could he text me back? They can't talk. Call you shortly. That was three weeks ago, because I wanted to come up with um, every shop steward has that app where they take a picture of the grievance and they email it to the union hall. And once a week, the, the union hall will send all those grievances down to corporate. Let them know what's going on the local I'm level. I'm Let's tell- blow up corporate too. I'm telling you, it's fourteen of us in this hall. And between 14 BAs, we're putting in at least 100 grievances a day. <laughs> a day. We're, we're killing this labor. I mean, they are calling us and saying, come on, stop. No. Vi- you know, you violate the contract. We're going to keep grieving this. And the help so of why the... Don't we send, and, why don't we send copies down the corporate? Let them know what a bunch of misfits are up here in New York. Oh no, they believe me. Believe me. Right now they're not even they're not even looking through the green. They paying the grievances. I mean, you have a lot of BAs coming with checks to uh, hundreds of checks coming to to your center. I don't. You didn't get yours yet, but you soon. I, I believe me. Dave uh, Citron is a beast when it comes down to uh, grievance checks. So you, you just so wait. Just, time, just, just sit back, Dave. Just sit back. Next time I see Dave, sit, t- no. Next time I see Dave, I say, Dave, I got paid my eight hours, but I didn't get paid my penalty pay. Yeah, that's right. That's Let right. him make sure that. That's, you, okay. Listen. Okay, that's just, your okay. money. That's your money, right? Yeah, of, All right, of so, course. And let him get it. He'll get it for you. Believe me. Dave Citron okay. is a nothing but a freaking beast when it comes to uh, uh, grievance checks. Yeah, definitely. I know it because okay. I see it. You know. For any a question, are you on the nine five list by any chance? No. You might it doesn't want- pay for me to be a nine five because because if I punch out at five o'clock, I deal with two and a half hours worth of traffic because I live in Suffolk County. Mm. I live in Long Island. So it doesn't pay for you to punch out at a normal time because the traffic, it would kill me. You know, I'm in charge of the transfer list. I can get you transferred to Suffolk County. Oh, no. I spent the day out there. <laughs> I guess the grass wasn't green on the other side, huh? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. They had me only out there in the Hampton Center. I was lost, confused, died, I died. Cell phone had like 2% left. <laughs> I was lost. I was lost. I was a country boy lost in the country. <laughs> okay. No. So, how's everything no. else going? I mean, personally, I feel like you should uh, the nine five list would would probably benefit you, especially now with the amount of overtime they're going to be giving guys. Because remember, for any anything over nine five, if you're on the nine five list, you know how much money you're going to be getting, right? Yeah. So you know, it, it kind of might be worth it. Nine uh, five isn't exactly completely normal hours. That's still like an hour and a half overtime. So oh, I didn't know that. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah it's a it's a double time actually. Yeah, anything, anything over nine five right. is double time. So imagine if you're on. They the gotta violate you three three days out of the week. So if they if they don't give you nine five uh, three days out of the week, then you they in violation for every hour that they over nine five, you get double time. Gotcha. Okay. 
Hey, so, that's money. And I'm surprised. And you know why I'm surprised, John, that you say that you haven't because Dave has this grieving machine. I don't know if you saw him yeah. out there in Foster. Yeah, the grievance machine. Yeah, Frank Frank Weller just said it. He's got the grieve the grieving machine. You know, he's got the the printer, his computer. He prints the grievance on right the there spot, man. on the spot. On the he spot. gets the answer right away, and he sends it right from his computer right to labor. So. The backup is the labor. It's not us. We're putting them in. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm not saying that. You just but want I mean, your money. I received my eight-hour check last week. But you didn't get the May. You didn't get the penalty. I, I didn't get the penalty pay. Hmm. Let me. Uh, See, I, I thought it would. All, I thought it was going to come one check. That's I just. What I, I just got a guy twenty-eight hundred dollars uh, check for back pay. They okay. they they messed up his seniority date. And I just handed him the other day a $2,800 check because they fucked up. Hold on. Oh, got another call here. You're on Union Power Radio. Tony Rosario, host speaking. Who's this? Tony Rosario, sir. Hi, is Hector there? Hector Fortis is here in the studio. Yes, sir. Hey, Hector, it's Vinny. Did you sleep okay last night? Oh. Yeah, funny. Ha, 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 he tucking you in? Yeah, no, I don't know. He's got sleep apnea. That guy sleep apnea. Did you, did, you win, did you win your Madden football game? Not yet, you? not yet, not yet. <laughs> I haven't had enough sleep to try to practice. You know, I'm glad you called in, Vin, because I was reading your post here on, on telling guys about the 9-5, and I don't think they realize how important it is because of everything going on right now with Prime Week and how the volume is, is definitely blasting off this summer here at UPS. Can you explain a little to the guys on how important getting maybe on the 9-5 list is and what it would do for them? Well, um, yeah, I think, it, I think the post is pretty self-explanatory. Um, I'll go into it a little bit deeper, but... You know, way back when I'd say, well, uh, three, six, nine, ten years ago, when um, you know Howie Redman's board was in there, I decided to go in a different way and follow like the national contract, and you know, with the request loads and with the nine five, and uh, we we did as a center, and um, you know, uh, guys in my center were uh, resistant to it they're like oh no you know it's going to bring the heat down on us and mind you at that time our center was um about 75 drivers and uh, you know they, they just weren't hiring anybody this is a cycle that ups goes through all the time they, they test the water see what they could get away with um they started pounding more work on the trucks and, and guys were disgusted so I tried pushing the 9-5 list um, myself, my alternates, and that was about it, got on it. And, um, you know, so they have to, first of all, at that time, they weren't paying any grievances at all. Everything was getting docketed for AAA arbitration, or they were paying like 10 cents on the dollar if they were paying anything. So the company didn't have that to worry about either. Then... You know, things change, new new executive board, and grievances started getting paid. And when the grievances started getting paid, they had to start adjusting the three or four loads of the guys that were on the 9-5 list. Okay? And what does that do? What, what does that do initially is that if I'm, if I'm Route 31C, then if they have to adjust my load, then who gets the work? 31A and B. And they start getting even more work. So then those guys see that the grievances are getting paid, 
Vinny's getting in a little earlier. We're going to jump in on a 9-5 list, too. So it's a chain reaction. And believe me, it's not like guys are getting in at 5 or 6 o'clock at, at night. They're, you know, they were still pushing you to, like, you know, nine, nine and a half hours work. But guys were getting in at a more reasonable time. But what happens is then it forced, because then we had 24, 25 guys on the 9-5 list. The company's paying out all this money on grievances, and it sort of forced their hand that they had to hire more drivers. And my center went from like 75, 78 drivers to uh, 95 or 100. And you know, guess what? The overtime was still there because the internet's booming. You know, uh, is, there's always something going on. Vacations went up to 15%. Something always happens where UPS can never actually hire the right amount of people to cover the loads. So, um, I mean, at least you would get paid um, the extra time and a half, which turns out to be triple time for the overtime. Um, and it, it holds them accountable. It's, you know, people say, oh, you're just, you're just trying to milk free money out of the company. No, that's not it. There's a contract, they agree to it, and then they don't want to uphold their end of the bargain. So now, here we are, okay, 2019, people were complaining about uh, the 22 fours, just like they complained about the uh, vacation cover drivers and the combo helpers six years ago. Oh, they're going to take all our overtime away. Never happened. Because the internet just keeps growing and growing. Now people are worried about the 22 fours. But nobody predicted that FedEx was going to tell Amazon to go take a hike. Right now, Walmart is starting their prime day today. So now who's going to be doing all this work? Or who's going to be attempting to do all this work? Our Teamsters are. Because I spoke to a manager last week, and I said, why is it that UPS didn't tell Amazon to go pound salt just the way FedEx did. And his exact words to me were, because we're greedy, money-hungry bastards who want everything. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. You fucking, okay. Just like that, huh? So, so, so right, yes. He went out, like, before I even finished the sentence. But that was the same thing they said to me 20, 22, 23 years ago when something else happened. You know, so, um, there... I read it and I, and I posted it and I, I think it's, it's correct that for every 1% that the internet orders grow, it's another 750,000 packages. So who's going to be able to handle all this? Right? It's not, look, they, they, sign a, they sign a contract in January or February with us. Okay, we negotiated it. We finished negotiating it. Right, they sign it. What Mr. Ferrante was saying about why do these guys deny everything? Blah blah blah. They're, the company never has operators at the negotiating. They never have division managers and ops managers. It's always labor managers. Okay, and then they tell the the. The operators, the center managers and the division managers, well, this is what we signed, this is what you're supposed to do, yada, yada, yada. And then the, the center managers are like, we can't do this. Not if you want us to, you know, run the business. Yeah. So they just, they automatically, you know, Mr. Ferrante was saying something about sending grievances to corporate. That's not where grievances go. 
grievances that don't get settled, go to our local panel, go to AAA arbitration, and then go to a national grievance panel. It doesn't go to Atlanta. Atlanta doesn't give a rat's ass about grievances. Well, can we blow up the local grievance panel to just keep bombarding them with the grievances and, and just blow them up on both ends? One is a handle it and one's a... Uh you know, mail to them. They do. They they email the grievances. They they email yes. them constantly. You don't know how much. You don't know how many emails and information requests. Oh no! I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on that end. But sometimes, you know, if they're getting it from an email, let's say a hand delivery. Let's say we ship it to them. We do. We do. We you do. Know, next day, do you know, fifty we, at a time and just blow them up or something. We we every every single day out of the hall, we send a next day air with grievances. We email them. We we do everything for them to have it in their hand. Believe me, labor is okay. overwhelmed mm-hmm. with how many grievances this executive board has been putting in. And 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 I, I didn't know uh, I didn't know John was still on the phone, but um, you know. I, I caught like half of the conversation before that you were shorted your Memorial Day and yes. they, they paid you. So now when you were talking about penalty pay, when you when you were initially shorted the Memorial Day, you did you did you put in a grievance for it? Yes, I did. I put like three grievances in for it and then I started hitting them every two or three days with Article eighteen. When when did uh when did they agree to pay it? Because what happens with the penalty pay, which is four hours, if, say, they agree to pay it, you know, say, uh, Monday, and then by the following pay period or a green check, you know, overnighted, you don't get... Yes. You don't get... Then you put in a penalty pay grievance for that. Well, no, I just got a check in my mailbox on Thursday for eight hours. It's a holiday pay. Right, but did you ever, did you ever put in a grievance for penalty pay? Yes, I did. Okay, so when when was that? Um, I t- I turned one. Um, I think three in June and one in July. Okay, I'll, I'll speak to Dave about that. And uh, just just so you know, um, and we've had this conversation for twenty five years or more with with center managers. They're going to deny every single grievance. Ninety ninety. Seven percent of the time, they're just going to put denied with no reason of the denial. With no, you know, no, they'll they'll even be as so uh, callous as to put no contract article violated, even though a member, steward, or business agent puts down this is the article that was violated. This is what happened. Here's the um, the payroll records or the time the recap, and they have the nerve to write down in a response, denied, no contract article violated. Then it goes to the business agent and the labor manager and up the chain. And a lot of times, even the labor manager is going to say, well, we're just, we're not going to pay it. Because you know what? It's going to, it's going to, how, how would I say it? To them, it's going to screw their budget up, paying yes. too many grievances. So they'll put it off, it'll go on docketed to the panel, and then months later, it might get settled. What they what they don't want to do is, you know, you go to a national grievance panel with solid grievances, like 9-5 grievances, solid supervisor working grievances, you go and win it in front of their bosses, 
you know, uh, uh, UPS higher ups, regional uh, labor managers, and uh, Teamster vice presidents that sit on these panels, and then they get embarrassed, and that's that's really the ultimate goal that that the union would like to have for them to get embarrassed on that stage. So then they start paying everything, you know, routinely, you know, but, so, but they're, so, just, so, so, okay. they're, they're not, and I hate to say this, but I know them well enough. They're going to pay what they feel is justified, but a lot of the stuff they're just not going to pay. Like Hector was saying before, there was, God knows how many cases that were still docketed from 2008. And there's still, there's still triple A cases that are on the triple um, A docket, American Arbitration Association, from 2008, 2009, 2010. Now, there was a very high number in, like, like Hector was talking about, in the five, six, seven, 700, whatever it was. But we found out a lot of those were, were duplicate cases, cases that were filed for arbitration, but then when we got the panel system, went to panel, so those things were already settled. There were discharges, suspensions, and um, it's been whittled down a lot. And, you know, that's where we are right now. The AAA cases are still uh, bound in AAA arbitration, okay? But uh, I don't know how many of them there are exactly, maybe 50, 60, 70, but it's not the massive amount that there were before because we found out that a lot of them were duplicates or they were settled at a... at local panels because they were discharges and suspensions. So, so I'm going to have a hard time getting that penalty pay. Is that what it's coming out to be? Um, hard time? No, I don't think you're going to get a hard time okay. doing it. I mean, it's not like you're going to have to. You're not going to have to get on a treadmill and start running. Just thank God, it, thank God, because I'm fifty. I can't do that. Uh, just <laughs> let it let it take its course, and as long as they will file the right way, you know, look, you you should get it. If not, you know, we'll take it to uh, to the next level. So next time I see Dave, I just I just whisper in his ear that they paid me the eight hours for how they, but they didn't pay me the penalty pay. Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. I, I just want to make sure that I'm I'm following the right procedure, yes. so I don't come, you know, six months later saying, hey, I should do this, this, and that. Okay, that's all. Point me in the right direction. I'm good. I can walk. I'm not going on the treadmill, but I should walk. All right, well, let's let's get to our next topic. Now that we still got Vinny on the line, I know he's got things to do today. He's probably spending time with his family. He did the poll. Uh, <laughs> um, I, just, I, came, I just came out of it before. <laughs> well, one of the one of the biggest things that I was super excited to hear about. Uh, I know Lou Barbone, great guy, great business agent. He was working real hard on trying to get those guys back to Melville. It was a huge battle. You guys blew up the fat cat. You guys were out there on the highway, you know, making noise. Uh, Louis Barbon was hitting up the buildings, trying to catch people working out of classification, not doing things they should be doing, supervisors working, all to get those eight guys back. How did that finally work out for you guys, Vin? Well, you know, I, I, Lou gets a lot of credit because it was um, his building. And, you know, come to find out one of the reasons why I, I'm glad um, – you know, he was a late addition to the team, but um, he's a very passionate guy. He, he likes he likes to work. He, he's, he's very passionate. But other guys, like the guy sitting next to you, went to, I mean, the guy sitting next to you, he's like, why wasn't I invited to Melville? I want to go down there. Okay, come on, let's go. So, you know, when we go, when we go to that building at, 
one in the morning with nine guys, and then we go to Uniondale with five guys the next night. You know, it shows um, effort. It um, shows the company we are serious about what we're doing. And the fact that, look, I'm not going to say that the company backed down, but they backed down, okay? Because they knew that they were wrong. And it, it felt, it, I'm sure it feels really good to Lou, and it feels... Good for all of us. Yeah, it felt good for everybody. And, um, you know, when, when we went, when Scott and I went to Uniondale, when, when they first moved those gentlemen, it was um, eight, but it was only seven there because one was um, on paternity leave. He eventually went also. You know, I, it's very hard seeing people that you know have um, legitimate complaints and that you can't fix it right away. So when, when their shift ended and we were having a meeting outside with the drivers and, you know, the preload was walking out one by one and those guys hit me up, you know, one, two at a time. And, you know, it's not that I didn't know what to say to them, but I didn't want to say the wrong thing. I told them, just be patient. We're going to do what we have to do. We're going to go by the book. We're going to get all our facts straight. We're going to present the case. And, you know, I don't want it. I can't promise you it'll happen tomorrow or next week. You know, but I'm also not going to tell you that it's six months from now. You know, I don't want to, like, trick you. I want, you know, I want to do it right. And, you know, every one of those guys, I was just in that building on third, on a Friday, rather, Friday morning with, um, with Rocky and with uh, Mark Cohen because we were just, like, just covering for Luke because he's out on vacation. And it was, it was very pleasing, like, the reaction that those guys had. Nice. They they were real happy. They were they were thankful, and it was just a good feeling. For you for you guys listening that don't know exactly what happened or know the whole story, those guys were shipped out of Melville to another building, which was uh, the Uniondale building, or what was the yes. right? So uh, you know uh, they were there for about almost two months. Would you say, Vin? Uh, yeah, maybe maybe short of that, a little bit short. Right. So, I don't have I don't have the uh, dates in front of me. So, so. the, the comp- they were there for they, they were there enough that you know it was coming up for um, expedited arbitration, and you know I think the company just knew that they weren't going to win this case in yeah. the end, so they just said okay, we'll put it. But listen, but you can't. It goes back to following the contract, right? They tried replacing full-timers with part-timers they can't do it uh, but this is this is another thing that I, i'm glad i'm on the phone talking to you about with this amazon prime and walmart prime whatever they're calling it right right we, we can't as a not just as a executive board but as stewards as um, members we can't just show apathy and like make it look like we don't care because the, the stewards on that preload in melville on friday i made a point to speak to one of them, and I didn't get a chance to speak to the other, but I said, I told him, listen, get the word out that grievances have to be put in. And here's Vinnie Perone talking about grievances again, and people think, oh, that's what, what I'm all about. But grievances were never put in for, in the last three, four, whatever, however many years on that preload on supervisors working. And I've been there, you know. In the last six months, I've already been told by members that you've been in this building more than the three previous presidents combined, and it's only been six months. Okay, so, well, you know, I'm not looking for applause. I I went there for for a reason, because there was something going on. But I told the steward, I said, 
I said, look, if if you got supervisors working, you have to put in the grievances because if you don't, three months from now, six months from now, they're going to start this shit all over again. You can't have dry, uh, uh, clerks working out of classification, preloaders working out of classification. You can't have supervisors working and not do anything about it because the company will turn around and say, we don't need all these people in Melville again. Yep. And we don't want to go through this again. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of happening in force driving you too. It's it's an issue. Uh, the the people there don't want to put in the new car washes. You guys, they were promised you guys four positions. They got rid of all those uh, outsourced workers, and they only brought in two. And now they're saying, well, they don't need more than two. And I'm well, like, well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with that, Anthony. I'm glad to have you on the phone. But again, when you tell me something, and believe me. I told you a little while ago, and I'm going to tell you again for whoever is listening, Mr. UPS, I got special plans for Foster Avenue coming up in the next <laughs> oh, year. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I just so, got goosebumps. But they are moving because one of the things we just sat down and discussed was another change of ops. With, oh, with boy. These buildings, with these buildings going up right okay, right so now that you know i was told you know we'll put this out there i was told this past week that we need to set up a meeting to discuss a change of ops because that um duane reed building by massmouth which i guess is called metro queen excuse me metro queens is going to be open full bore in september or october or maybe November, whenever you know, you, whatever company, whatever the company says, it could be a month or two later. But that they're moving about seventy routes out of Foster, right? Sending them to that building. Yeah, that's the right? word. So, well, the the labor manager said, "Well, how am I going to put those two car washers in there? Because I'm moving seventy routes. So, legitimately, we're not going to have the uh, the the work." for those two other guys. Mm. So now, but, but, but see now, our, our response is you promised us contractually another 20 Porter and car wash jobs over the life of this agreement, which were already a year into it. Correct. Because right? it was retro to last year. Correct. So now, you, you know, I'm not going to sit here and listen to you, Mr. Manager, tell me that there's hiring freezes, we can't buy toilet paper, we can't have safety committees, right? When you owe us these 20 jobs and you owe us 110 full-time 22-3 jobs, so where are you going to get these jobs from if you can't hire people, okay? You're not going to tell me that you're going to backload it and hire you know, 130 people the last year of the contract because everybody knows that's not going to happen, right? So now, then what? You're gonna you're gonna make us go for back pay for all these jobs? I, I mean, I I don't get what they're doing. They they don't have enough room in the buildings. They don't have enough trucks, like Hector was saying. They don't have enough drivers. They're trying to get guys to sign uh, BS waivers that we absolutely don't agree to. 
So they're leaving a shit yeah. ton of work behind too, Vin. Every day the belts are slammed. I come into the building around four o'clock to do the clerk work, and I'm telling you, there's still work all over the place, and it's like they can't even meet the demands of, of the customers. They can't, you know. It, this business is about supply and demand. Well, where is the where is where? How is UPS or the company meeting these demands? Because I I'm telling you, packages are getting left behind, left and right. Uh, I know that everybody sees it. I was in, we were in uh, Hector and I were in Laurelton Thursday, and when uh, Hector had to go get some paperwork, and I was walking out, you know, afterwards with a, a couple of uh, inside people. And I'm talking to one clerk. I mean, all the drivers are gone, and there's stacks of stuff all over the place. I said, I guess these are all the packages that the people don't get today. Yeah. And the guy's like, yep, absolutely right. You know, overweights, uh, oversized packages, bulk stops, uh, retapes that came down late, just stuff in general that came. You know, this is, look, they want to hold us accountable to everything they want to be sticklers for numbers this and that i would love to know how those packages are being co coded off yeah okay because, because to mr ferranti's point that's something that should be sent to atlanta mm. that's something if that's information that should go to their higher ups oh yeah and it's not just here in new york city that it's oh happening. no it's, it's across the country. the country oh yeah I, I was listening to the guys on the uh, that vote no uh, uh, vote no to contract page, and there's you know there's like twenty thousand followers on that page, and they're from all over, and they're all having the same issues. It's it's not you know, just in our local. Here we are, here we are jumping up and down uh, because they're going to get you guys microfiber shirts. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if I still get one, even though I'm just a clerk. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if anybody has went to management and asked for fans in their vehicle because we're allowed to do that now. Really? Well, I'm going to put the word out for sure. You guys heard that right here. You're allowed to ask for a fan in your vehicle. Hopefully, at some yeah, of the clerk if, stations if, as if well. They say no. It's got to go to like a, a safety, you know. A regional safety committee. They blah, can't blah, supply blah. toilet so, paper or hand wash. How are they going to supply <laughs> fans? Yeah. Really? Come on, man. I know. I got to deal with these poor kids in the sword aisle. And you I got a bunch of drivers there. out there with shitty asses because they can't wipe their ass because there's no toilet paper in the, in, the, in the centers. Yeah, and they can't find a way to get the fucking <laughs> pigeons out of the building because the birds so, are shitting all over everything. Talking about, you know, you can't even wash your hands after you take thought, a shit. I thought that was good luck, Anthony. I mean, you know, I guess it's good luck to some people. <laughs> Not to me, man. Not to me. What's the next thing they're going to supply us with diapers? Yeah, no, it's out of control. No, no, no. <laughs> but, but going back to this thing, I, wanna, I wanted to congratulate uh, you and uh, Louis Barbone, you, the board, uh, on getting those Melville guys back. I thought it was a class act. I thought it was a class act for Louis Barbone to actually be there when his guys were brought back. He actually woke up early that day, went over back to the building, and he watched his guys come back. Listen, I thought that was a class Louis act. Louis Barbone been waiting for that day to come a long time. You don't know what it is with Louis Barbone in that office. He paces up and down that tiny little office that we have. And, you know, when he's, when he's got shit in his mind, he paces back and forth. And he was so happy when, uh, when he heard that they were coming back, so... 
Yeah, I mean, it was it was a class act. For him to actually be there and watch his guys come back, I, I mean, I know that had to be a big deal. Also, Lou, even though I got a lot of love for you, you're going down August 18th. Your Melville boys are going down. <laughs> Softball tournament is happening. Let's get it out there. August 18th, everybody show up. Uh, it's a fun-filled family affair. There's going to be stuff for the kids. There's going to be stuff, you know, we're going to have Even food. if you're not playing softball, come down and support your local, Local yeah. 804. We're going to have a nice big picnic in, uh, on August 18th in Cunningham Park in Queens. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know um, I'm sorry, Hector. I don't know. It's a, it's a barbecue. It's a That's cookout. That's how it was, a cookout. Yeah. That's what it was originally intended to be. It now is. it's like all soft. These Foster Avenue guys... Lou <laughs> uh, Vasquez and a bunch of other guys keep talking about softball, 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 <laughs> and now it's supposedly turned into a softball tournament. It's not. It's a cookout. It's a cookout. It's a cookout for it's all Local 804 members. It's a cookout for the members and their families. There just happens to be a few com competitive uh, people that will be having a small little tournament on the side, a little softball game amongst Teams to brothers for a huge trophy to uh, <laughs> to represent your center. Ooh, really, to bring that trophy back trophy? to your center. Of Hold course. on a second, I didn't know there was a trophy there's involved. A, there's a trophy. Oh, that's it. Practice next week, boys. If you're listening, practice next week. Well, we're trying to make this an every year thing, every year annual thing. That you know, every year, let's see who 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 wins the trophy for yeah, what center. I'm thinking we should actually, change the sports around too. Actually, hello. Yeah. Um, I didn't know there was a trophy, a big, huge trophy involved. <laughs> oh, you didn't know that bit? I'm excited myself to hear that now. I'm really yeah, going to push the guys. Lou Barbone, is, Lou Barbone is taking care of all that, and he says a huge trophy. Whoa, uh, Louis Barbone, man. It's just going to have, in the bottom, it's going to have a big plaque in the bottom, and just going to, every year, we uh, will give it to whoever wins the, the, the championship. No, I have I have a better idea. It should be then, it should be like a, like a Stanley Cup type trophy. Yeah. It just gets carved in, you know, that's like it. Uh, whatever Forster Avenue. Yeah, yeah, that's Forster because they got yeah. the biggest mouth. Forster <laughs> Avenue won in 2019. <laughs> we, leave, the, we, leave the trophy at the Union Hall. <laughs> we, we do not have the biggest. Now nah, they should have. They should have a. They should parade that trophy around the center to show uh, that they won the the this annual uh, championship no, thing from the old. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna bring it to our building and we're gonna hold. Now nah, they probably wouldn't even let us bring it there. We'll we'll bring it to the Union Hall and and we'll set it up over there. I'm picturing in my head. I'm picturing the theme song from uh, Chariots of Fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> except like a bunch of old men in wheelchairs and walkers <laughs> running around the bases. I, I don't know. I was thinking uh, we could switch it around too. We like softball. Guys like volleyball have a little volleyball tournament one year. Maybe basketball. I got a lot of guys that were willing to play some basketball. I mean, I think sports is good. It's a part of it. You know, everybody, you know, playing casually, though. We're not talking about, like, you know, maybe a flag football game. No rough tackle, obviously. Yeah, you know, soft things. We're not trying to hurt each other here. We do have to go back to work <laughs> at, the exactly. end of, at the end of the day. So It's a friendly game, guys. A friendly game is uh, with your teams of brothers and sisters because you could have your sister uh, also playing your softball. That's right. It's for everyone in Local 804 members. Uh, we out there to have a good time. And if you're not going to play softball just come down to uh to see the the game and come to the cookout keep the food uh, bring your kids have burgers, we dogs. have face painting we have uh clowns we have a lot of clowns uh, one clown i don't know i'll probably be a clown but we myself. have good food we have <laughs> dj we have music and it's gonna be a good time it's not at the parking lot behind the union hall and that hard concrete it's gonna be actually at a park this time 
Uh, and uh, we encourage everyone from Local 804 to come August 18th. August 18th. Now, I believe, I don't know, you know, Lou is in charge of the, uh, the softball, but I believe the first game will be at 8 o'clock in the morning. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to call Lou about that. But that's a good time to start playing because it's not too hot, you know? Uh, so. I don't know if guys are going to get up that early. <laughs> yeah, listen, they get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to go all the way to uh, to drive an hour to, to work and then to turn around and go home on cold 26. Come on. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Anthony. Yeah. Listen, um, it, was originally, it was originally a cookout. Like, you know, we had it before where uh, Tim used to have these cookouts. Right. And, uh, and that's late. And um, it was always a good time. There's going to be... I mean, there was always going to be uh, volleyball nets planned to be there anyway because okay. we always set up a volleyball net. Oh, great! No matter what, but um, you know, the softball thing came on afterwards, and because then Mark had to go scramble for for a field because you know Mark did all all the leg leg work on this with uh, Cunningham Park. Right. Yes. Big up for Mark. I took a, I took a ride with him one day, and we we scoped it out. You know. We we didn't know about the softball tournament till after it was already after we already got the permit for the uh, picnic for the picnic area, so we couldn't get more than one field. You know, next time if we need two fields, we'll use two fields. But because there's only one field, the games have to start early, or else we're not going to be able to get them in. Right, That's we're probably going to probably just Lou, do a few innings. Too. Lou Babone just put down Foster's first game is at seven thirty in the morning. What? Woo! Oh, Lou, come on, Lou. See, they're trying to beat us while we're just getting up. <laughs> Hold on. Let me check out the mix LR here. I, I got to see who's been talking to us. Let's see. We got Vinny Perone online. Dubs 804. He says, good afternoon, gentlemen. Queens North in the house. Frank Whalen. Dave's got that grievance machine. Yes, sir. Greg Kerwood's on the line. Yes, Greg Kerwood out of, the, out of uh, local, uh, what is that, local 25 in Boston? Yeah. Uh, he's at the Sean O'Brien local. He's the guy that I was telling you that was helping the guys out with the 401k. I'm glad you're listening, Greg. Greg says that doesn't make 22-4s good language. We have to meet an impact of the 22-4s on overtime. Uh, Lou Barbone, two weeks before my vacation, I sat down with labor. We we reviewed about 50 grievances, 30-plus working, supervisors working. The two weeks leading up to my vacation, I already have 30-plus new supervisor working grievances. Great job, Lou. You're still going down on the 18th. I bring detailer recaps showing that, all man. kinds of good. Listen, man, I'm going to talk. I'm going to take some side bets. Yeah, I'm oh, going to be. I'm going to be one bets. of the umpires. There's another member that's going to be the umpire there with me. Uh, and uh, I, I mean, I'm going to take some side bets on this one. I mean, uh, Millville got a fucking strong team, man. Well, they they seem like they're all together now, especially with mm-hmm. their guys coming back. And Lou says they're, they're all, adding they a all, new clerk job next week in Melville because of the grievances. Way to go, Louis Barbone. They all got you know. They all bodybuilders over there. Uh, Greg Kerwood says they're always falsifying records every day. Same in Boston. Yep, you know it, G. That's right. Um, you tell them. Uh, listen, Greg, Greg's been dealing with a lot of the same stuff over there, and I'm sure they're doing the same thing by you, Greg. You guys are getting hammered because Prime Day is coming. You're getting all that extra volume. Uh, what do we got? It's Stanley Cup-like trophy. That's what Louis Barbone says. Forster is first game at 7.30 a.m. Wow, bro, really? Yeah, we're gonna have to, I'm going to have to call you, Lou. We're going to talk just about don't, this. Just don't hang out the night before, man. I can't help it. You know? I hope I'm on vacation that week. You Forster guys, man. You guys start drinking after Friday. <laughs> I'm sure we're not the yeah. only ones. 
<laughs> Don't drink. <laughs> I'm hoping to have some of Vinny's sangria. Vinny, you going to have some sangria for us on uh, the August 18th? Oh, cooking? my God, yeah. Maybe I'll make some. <laughs> please, man. You make some like a, hell like of a, a nice, sangria. Like a nice summer, a summer blend. Oh, yes, please, nice man. Nice and fruity. Nice and fruity. Tutti fruity. Uh, yes. I mean, this day is for everyone to have a good time, uh, to get all the Teamster brothers from Local 804, Teamster sisters all together and one and just have a great time for that day and uh, make it an annual thing every year, uh, the same thing. And remember, guys, it is a cookout. Yes, a lot of us are focusing on the softball because we're very competitive and, you know, we like to talk trash. But at the end of the day, this is a, a day for our families, for us to come together, talk to one another. You know, uh, uh, spread the love, exchange spread, information, exchange information. Get get the word out that the union is back. The union is back. Yeah, local eight hundred four oh. is definitely back. Um, just before I go, I wanted to point out a couple of things on the uh, safety committee front. Um, Mark and uh, a couple of the other guys on the safety committee did start a um, WhatsApp chat oh, nice. where that way everybody across the local safety committee wise could keep in contact with each other Ooh, I right like let let people know what's going on in different buildings because we should all be focused and uh, back each other up on issues very annoying right, so. very annoying but informational uh <laughs> this shit beeps on my phone like all day of uh information from nasa from suffolk and uh just spreading the word and spreading uh the information and, it's, and it's great it's great but it's annoying uh, you know what it, it's a big deal because uh in our building just recently there was a, a driver who who drove up the into the building and he forgot to put his gas cap back on after he just filled up and he let spew gasoline all the way down and he parked all the way at the end so mind you the the hazmat guys they come over and they start spilling the like it's like a cat litter but it's not and you and the company spares obviously they don't care about spending money so they got like the cheapest most cancerous thing available and it's like the trucks are driving they're kicking up the dust guys are smelling the poor hazmat guy he doesn't have a mask on you know and i'm saying to myself this is this is unsafe this here is unsafe. They should have something. I mean, if you got to buy cat litter, then buy the cat litter. It'll soak it up. But, I mean, we need to get something in there that's non-cancerous. It says on the package it's a cancerous material. Like, I mean, come on. How safe is that? And that could be something that should be, well, should be brought up at the next um, Forster Avenue Safety Committee meeting. There you go. I'll make sure like I... Some kind of, some kind of uh, you know, quick, dry material absorbent you know, cat litter, whatever they want to call it, that, you know, doesn't have those kind of warning labels on it. I don't even know if they make something <laughs> like that, but, you know. I just got a private text saying, damn, that guy Vinny really likes to talk. <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, we love hearing him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm listen, I'm going to go, but, but the WhatsApp thing for the safety committees, there are going to be two uh, building openings, two change of operations with this uh, Metro Queens building, Dwayne Reed, whatever they want to call Yonkers. it. And Yonkers. And the building in Yonkers. Mm -hmm. That's going to that's gonna be a partial opening for peak, and they're going to be moving routes, you know, if anybody's listening, temporarily from, uh, I think, uh, Brush, Manhattan North, and Mount Vernon. Yep. If I, if I remember correctly, and uh, I'm going to get the paperwork, um, you know, 
email to me, and we are going to sit down and talk about it. Actually, but Manhattan they, North also, uh, the Riverdale guys are moving to that new Yonkers building in Takahoe. That's going to be a temporary move. Yep, yeah, yep. Okay, so the, uh, Metro, the Metro Queens one by the Dwayne Reed building is going to be a permanent move because that building is going to be fully functional by uh, the end of this year, towards like September, October, November. So those people in in uh, the Metro Queens building, they're going to be moved from Foster and Laurelton. Okay, those guys that are moved, they can go with their routes because I don't want to hear this. You know, the day before it happens, the stewards got to get this information out. They can go with their routes, or they can let their routes go, and they're open cover drivers. Right. If they want to stay, they can't be forced to go to uh, to the Metro Queens building. Right. Most guys stay with their routes and go, but if there's people that don't want to go because it's like forced is more convenient for them, they have every right to stay in Foster Avenue. Ah, that's great and, to hear. And we're gonna make we're gonna make sure the stewards get that information out, you know, way before September. Because okay. I, I don't like I don't like the way yeah, I talk a lot, but I try to get some information out there. No, thank you so much. That's that's a big deal. A lot of guys, I'm sure, didn't even know that. They're probably thinking they have to go automatically just because they're on the route. It's good to know that they don't have to and they can't be forced. Right. That's Vinny song. Um, and they're also, you know, they're going to be opening up positions for clerks and um, car wall rushers and porters in those buildings. I have to really look into that and see where those are going to be coming from. It might be um, open to the whole local. Right. It'll be seniority, yeah. right. Right. Well, thank you so much, Vinny. That's thank our you, principal Vinny. officer, Thank Vinny you for Perot. making fun of my uh, sleep apnea. I just <laughs> fell asleep for like two <laughs> seconds to hear when you talk. Because <laughs> well, you're not using the CPAP machine, that's why. <laughs> yeah, and stop throwing pens across the room to hit me in my head when I fall asleep. <laughs> Jeez, Goodbye. Thank Goodbye, guys, man. Thanks for calling. And, and listen, I, I hope I see all the stewards at the shop steward meeting next Saturday at 10 o'clock, and I hope I see a lot of members. I know it's the summer, but at the next general membership meeting on the 28th. Okay, you got it, man. There you go. You heard it. And he's going out with his song from uh, Games of Thrones because, you know, he was fighting for the games for, for the throne. He's got the Iron Throne. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the Iron Throne. That, that shit got melted, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Later. That's such a lame ending. Take care, Vin. Thanks for calling. You guys heard it there from our principal officer, Vinny Perone, president of our local. Uh, one of the big things he spoke about, which was uh, the Melville change of ops, really huge. The guys coming back uh, again. Uh, the fans, the fan thing. I did not know that. Even Greg Kerwood says every driver is entitled to a fan. Every driver in my building is getting one. And Good that's luck, out of Boston. I mean, listen, you you put hey, the request in. If they're you gonna get it, you get it. They're gonna put it right. They're gonna say toilet paper or fans. They're gonna put that option up there. Like I'll get my own toilet paper. I want a you fucking know? fan. <laughs> Just you, you drive around with a fucking dirty ass, but you have a fan I'll, on it. Listen, I'll walk with my baby wipes, bro. <laughs> I'm good to go. I always do. I don't know why people should just have baby wipes in your damn bag. You need them, man. You, fucking you, you, who wants to that one ply? Some, and they only order one ply. Yeah, you don't get the two ply. No, absolutely not. You There's know? no way. They're not going to pay for that. That one ply, it goes across your butt, but the rest falls on your fingers. <laughs> you got to wrap it around your hand like 12 times just to get that extra. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you're just going through more paper. They don't make yeah. any sense. And they don't have soap for you to clean your hands afterwards. So, you know, yeah. bring wipies. Br bring some Purell. Get yeah. some hand sanitizer. Keep it with you at all times. Exactly. Or a request for the fan. 
Whatever, <laughs> whatever is better for you. Now, listen, that fan in that truck is not really a fan that's going to cool your ass off because it blows nothing but hot air. Yeah, but a little air helps, man. A little air, hot air. I mean, you know, it's, it's hot outside, and that fan just sends more hot air. Nah, it's blowing wind okay. at you. I mean, listen, it's not an air conditioner, but Listen, damn, this is what I invested nothing. in. I invested in this cooler on Amazon.com with a fan on top with two holes, and it's got a uh, a tube coming out up from the top, and it's got a fan on the, on the bottom. You put ice in that cooler. And you press the fan on, and it becomes a uh, air conditioner, a portable air conditioner. Nice. I have that, and I still have it to this day. And I'm selling it. If anyone wants to buy it, <laughs> I bought it for seventy five dollars, but I'll sell it now for uh, seven hundred dollars. <laughs> if anybody <laughs> wants it, yeah, because I'm not you bucks. Yeah, fifty bucks my ass. <laughs> I, I'm gonna make a profit out of this shit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure those things are gonna. Now that you spoke about it, they're gonna be on. People are gonna be on Amazon looking it up. Yeah, look it up. It's a cooler. It's a cool. It's a portable cooler you put ice in it and the fan blows the air i mean inside that truck in the back when you have that on oh man it's like walking into a freezer all right lou barbone says we have one field depending on how many teams we're gonna have to start early that makes sense uh also we might have to cut down the innings he's uh, gonna have a surprise of how many teams i'm uh, thinking that'll probably be three or four inning games depending how many people show up before he left to uh vacation he only had two teams that he's he put up on his board he's gonna have a surprise when he gets back to the office foster and melville were those the only two (laughs) i don't know he had two teams i know melville I believe another one just got. Uh, it's three Maybe of them Uniondale. now. Maybe Uniondale. Manhattan North has a team also. Okay. So, but I heard Suffolk County is going to have a team, and Forty uh, Third Street, uh, Brush Avenue, and Mount Vernon are trying to combine a team right now. Uh, who knows, man? It's, it's, it's it'll be a good time for all of us uh, all to get together and have a great time. So. Whatever it is, it is. All right. So Greg also says, uh, request for a fan goes through the safety committee. Okay. All right. That's that's cool. That's in that's in local 25. I mean, yeah, but maybe it is through us, too. We just have to ask about it. I mean, I don't. Well, Vinny was just saying that anybody can request a fan. So I'm going to see now after this this airs how many people are going to start. Oh, look, it's on fans. sale now for seventy nine seventy one ninety nine on Amazon. That uh, that cooler that I was talking about. It's not on sale. He's telling you he's going to give you seventy one ninety nine. Take oh, it or leave it. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> he said take it or leave it. I'm not taking that. Yeah, it's only like $3 less. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> it depends, man. You don't know. I have only three years in this uh, this term, so you know I might have to go back, and I need that shit. Dubs eight oh four. It looks like you're going back to the negotiating <laughs> table with Hector Exactly. Those Queens North guys, man. They always want something for free. <laughs> Lou Barbone says, "I will make the rules according to how many teams Laurelton should have a team too." Okay, cool, Lou. Thanks for staying on top of it, buddy. Okay, we know you're the boss. <laughs> we, we know you're running things. I will make the rules. <sighs> the rules should be, I don't know, uh, Lou, this is me saying it, one-on-one uh, count with uh, two swings. <laughs> what? One-on-one count with two swings. I mean. No, man. We got to do it the regular way. Three strikes. You're are up, you crazy? You know how long that game will be? Not if we don't do a whole nine innings. If we do four inning games. No, you can't do four inning games. Sure you you got to do six inning games at least. 
All right. Well, but you know what? What are we talking about? Lou Bobone is making the rules. All right, Lou, yeah. you let us know what you think. Well, he's going to find out by how many teams he's got. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand that fucking uh, uh, Greg Kerwin says it's an M. It's an M O U on the national. I'm assuming you guys have the same language. Yeah, we all have the national. I, I'm going to have to look at that language. And uh, Lou says three strikes will never happen. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Arc Boy. It's not like uh, regular. You know. Straight up, uh, modify. It's arc bore, so it's six, uh, six to twelve inches or feet up. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. arc bore is a little. It's a little difficult, you know, to play with. All right. If you right. never played arc before, I have never played the arc. Oh, so you're gonna have a hard time. I, you you're know, gonna I, strike out the first. Well, I probably won't be able to play. To be honest with you, I have a tendonitis in my elbow, and I haven't even been able to throw the ball. So I'm just trying to put the team together. And then you're talking all that crap that you say, "Oh, Millville, bring it to Millville." Well, I you know crazy? we got a good Those set guys of ball Mill, players. These guys <laughs> in Millville, they they play during the winter time. You're crazy. If uh, you're we got that. guys at Foster that do I'm the same. I'm betting on Millville. I'm sorry. Hey, listen, we got guys at at Foster that do the same. I mean, we got some great ball players. Uh, even our shop steward Acosta is a pretty good ball player. You got to see him over there. He, mm -hmm. At practice, he was diving for balls. I was like, yo, take it easy, bro. Save it for the game. <laughs> Save it for the game. <laughs> but no, we had, a, we had a blast. Our practices are good. We still got to work out a little more in the outfield, but uh, it's looking pretty good so far. Mm -hmm. And we recommend all the Teamsters. Uh, brothers and sisters from local 804, retiree, I guess. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, we're out there to have a good time, to uh, get to know one another and the brotherhood of the Teamsters and local 804. That's right. And, uh, we're trying to build let's not the talk strength. About, let's not talk about the company. Let's talk about uh, getting together and making this local 100% back. That's right. Bringing the unity back. Exactly. Bringing the brotherhood back, the sisterhood. Bringing us all back together. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And that, that's, to me, one of the big things. You know, a cookout like this really does bring everybody together, you know. Uh, we had a good time with that at the Christmas parties over the over the winter. The Christmas party I threw, a lot of guys showed up. We had a great turnout. Nobody talked about. I mean, there was a few people talking about work, but it was mostly just like, you know, casual conversation, having a good time, just bringing our brothers together. You know, Lou Barbone did the same thing in Long Island. Uh, we went down to his, and it's just, you know, it's good when you guys, when we all from different buildings all come together, because we're all dealing with the same shit at the end of the day. Uh, you got Greg out in Boston. You got uh, our guy, uh, R Richard Hooker Jr., who's got an election coming up from Local 623. I'm mad at Hooker Jr. He could, he could go bite a, a bite. I'll tell you what to bite on the DL. Rick. He was here now. He was here in New York City. He's still here, man. No, he's not. He's left already. He says, just getting back from your city. Just getting oh. back, you every time you say you in our city, you was gonna come by this studio, you're gonna get on the freaking radio, but yet to happen. So bite my <laughs> if I would have known, I would have brought him up here with me. I would have snatched him up. Well, that's a big thing. They had the uh, the the TDU Black Caucus uh, convention. Yes, they had it at the uh, local Union One Hundred, I believe. Yeah, they had a huge turnout. I saw Eugene Braswell, one of our guys there. Antoine Andrews was there. Kioma Ferraro was there. Uh, a nice, uh, nice group of people from local 804 and and, and other uh, locals around the country. I'm assuming I don't know them all, but yeah, Richard Hooker from six two three that yep. came into New York City and didn't say hi to the <laughs> What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio. <laughs> yeah, Richard, you know, <laughs> don't listen to Heck. He's feeling a type of way right now. Yeah, 
Yeah, he is. He says he's just getting back from the city from leadership conference. Had a great time. Well, we're glad you're listening to us, Richard. Uh, if I would have knew, if I would have known you were in town a little sooner, I would have grabbed you up and would have had you on the show. For I would have blown bit. your ass to Spanish Harlem. <laughs> I would got you some uh, <laughs> some tostones. And some chuletas. Exactly. <laughs> you would have been fucking singing fucking uh, Havana uh, <laughs> you on your way back. That's right. That's right. He said, my bad, good brother. Got to be at work at 3 a.m. I hear mm-hmm. you, Richard. I hear I'm you, sure. my brother. All right. So uh, Vincent Perone put up another message here. Memorandum of understanding. Yes, we have same language. Let's see how many people use it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's for the fan thing. Uh, yeah, I want a fucking fan. <laughs> I want a fan, too. Fuck that. You know, I got, I got to say, at the clerk stations at our building, we pretty much have a fan at almost every clerk station. That's funny that you have a fan in every clerk station, but you don't have a heater in every clerk station. No, that, you know So what? you freeze your balls off yeah. in, in uh, <laughs> on wintertime, Well, huh? we all bring our own heaters. <laughs> it's, it's funny, man. You guys be, like, barricading yourself into one little pot. You see pot that? With all the plastic shit cardboard. going around you and shit. <laughs> It's like it's like when I walk into there, it's like the bubble. Do you know the bubble kid? Yeah, the bubble boy. The bubble boy. Bubble there you go. <laughs> Seriously, freezing man. your asses off, fucking putting on labels. We build fortresses, and that's because we have these little heaters, and we put the heaters down by the floor. And if we build a good fortress around it, it keeps the heat in. It actually works pretty. I good. remember going going into uh, Brush Avenue one time, and they had stacks of boxes. I mean, like. Four story stacks of boxes, and I'm like, "What the hell? You had just keep in the fucking air, you know, from coming this way." Right, right. They're using boxes as bricks. <laughs> Six to twelve foot arc and yeah. clinchers are definite. If so you don't far. know how okay. to play arc, you you guys are done. Oh no, these guys are good, man. Listen, okay. the guys we're putting together are serious. Heck, don't you worry about that, Richard. Because says, remember, man, you got to wait for that ball. You got to wait for that ball to come down <clears throat> to hit it, to oh, hit man. it the right way. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if you don't know how to hit it the right way, either it's going to be a strikeout or a ground out. Mm. But you're never going to pop it out, you know, unless you have a good, uh, if you know how to play arc, you know, and hit at well, the right well, time. I'm glad that he's putting that out there because the next practice that we have, which will probably be this Oh, my Saturday God, you're coming. practicing? Well, yeah, we got to have practice. We uh, got to get the team ready. Now that we know there's Melville. a trophy. <laughs> I'm definitely going with Melville. We definitely want that trophy. And listen, Melville's had their practice too. Lou posted Look, the pictures. Melville has these. These <laughs> Melville has this guy playing with them. Oh, we're in trouble now. Is that is that Frank Whalen? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, Frank. Frank Whalen is going to be playing. Playing. Frank, that's it. If it's no longer O'Brien's song. It's yours so now, man. It's told. <laughs> I'll give you my big pot of gold. Uh, if he doesn't uh, strike out, he'll give you a pot of gold. He'll give me the trophy, which is <laughs> enough gold for me. Uh, that guy's going to, before he gets to the batter's box, he's going to smoke 10 cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to... Uh, to to read this post to everybody. Vinny was just talking to us about this 9-5 list, and I thought this post that he put up was amazing because a lot of people, they, they don't want to get on the 9-5 because they think they're going to take away from their overtime. It's not taking away from your overtime, man. If anything, it's doubling your money because anything over is double time. I mean, it's ridiculous, and they have to, by contract, give you that money. If not, if they don't want to give it to you, you grieve it, and you will get your money eventually. What's so funny? <laughs> what makes me laugh is that a lot of guys... Is it my just, face? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about Frank Whalen and his cigarettes. I could just see him puffing on first base, waiting for them to hit the ball. It's going to take about three hours to get to first base with, those, with the way he smokes. 
So one thing I thought that was uh, awesome. Oh, let me just read you guys the post. Uh, the per- this is Vincent Perone's post on uh, Facebook. Here we go. <laughs> the purpose of this post is the nine five list. For many years, and others, I and others have urged, implored, advised members to go on the nine five list. I explained over and over, you don't have to file grievances if you want the overtime, but it's protection when the company tries to screw you. I don't know why most never listened. I get that some people need the money. I get that some people are worried about the retaliation. Uh, Vinnie Perone, Scott Damone, and others made sure nothing happened to those members on our centers that did go on 9-5. People thought that vacation cover drivers would take overtime. Didn't happen. People thought combo helpers would take overtime. Didn't happen. I understand with 22-4 position that members thought they would lose all the overtime. Yet, we are in July, and I see pics, get texts, and calls that drivers are punching out after 10 p.m. There is always something. They had a hiring freeze. FedEx told them to go fuck themselves two weeks ago, and here we are. I love the way you... And as Vinny was saying earlier, every 1% of internet growth in online shopping is 750,000 packages. The company is violating seniority due to needs of the business. Supervisors are pulling loads due to the volume from Amazon. Summer vacation and lack of hiring next week is prime week. What's going to happen? Yesterday in small buildings, there were 27 loads hanging. Do the math. Who is going to do the work? (laughs) Superman. That's right. Superman's going to do it. (laughs) After keeping guys out till past 10 p.m., raising the DOT feeder hours to 70 next week, the company will be begging our overworked members who have vacation next week to work. (laughs) Dude, let's not do that. Do not. See, that's the company laughing right now because they're villains and they expect you guys to say, you know what? They need me this week. I'm going to use my vacation time. Fuck that. No way, man. Do not use your... You take your vacation. Spend time with your family. The contract stipulates that no one is to work their vacation. I offered them to pay double time for that option, and they said no. They can't do that. We offered a temporary transfer list to Suffolk where they get killed with a summer peak in the Hamptons. Didn't happen. I can't even blame local management on this. These are corporate issues. We are trying to think outside the box on many issues. It's been the goal of the Experience Matters slate to make the company adhere to the contract at the same time having our members come to work without feeling like they are pressured or having to look over their shoulder constantly. No, 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 Hell no. no, no, hell no. Do not no. make the company's no. problems your problems. Just, no, no. This executive board has hit the buildings constantly and tried to watch out for the members. We cannot do it alone. And no, they cannot. They cannot even hire 22-4 drivers that even want the job as of now. As always, please. Yeah, that's what they get when they're looking for these 22-4 drivers. Crickets. As always, please do your job correctly. Do your job consistently and honestly. Sheet packages correctly and notify your stewards of any weird instructions or occurrences. And then he ends it with solidarity. I mean, come on, man. What what uh, what more do you want from a president? I mean, no. the guy just said it all right there. Uh, it's it's so important, guys. Don't don't be afraid to get on the nine five list. It is gonna pressure the company 
to either get more people to come into work, start hiring more people, try to get these jobs filled, 22 threes that are promised that haven't been given, 22 fours that haven't even really started yet. Uh, I was hearing that, uh, what, five 22 fours were put in one of those buildings over there and only one made it? I mean... <clears throat> They, they don't want to hire any more clerks. They don't want to hire any more car washers. We, like Vinny says, we are we are there. to We have to police this. We have to stop this from we the members. If we want our executive board to get involved, we have to put in the grievances. And I'm tired of listening to fucking guys say, oh, I don't want to put a target on my back. Oh, the company's going to get, I'm going to get a bullseye. <laughs> oh, this is awkward, isn't it? Are you fucking kidding me, man? Listen, nobody has lost their jobs except for guys that did some stupid shit. Even the guy that they were talking about uh, recently who parked his car and held up the ambulance, lost his job for a little, he's back. He's working again. Guys have gotten their jobs back. Guys guys are working. There's they're like one or two guys out right now, and they're probably because of, of, of selling marijuana out in front of the building or in the locker room. Listen, marijuana. Guys, <laughs> I mean, come on! You obviously there. You can't protect stupid. If you're gonna do something at that, I, I don't. I don't get that. Uh, how do you come into a building and sell marijuana to your fellow workers? To your fellow, it just uh, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, you, you're stupid listen, to do I, that. I get shit. it. You, you want to get high? Go ahead. Don't, don't do it on the job. Don't do it. Sell your shit out on the street corners or get your cell phone number out. I I don't condone this kind of behavior. I don't like it, but if you have to, just do it out of the building, man. Exactly. You know, just do it out of the building. And at don't the get high in your own supply. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're all a bunch of fucking assholes. No, seriously, man. And, and, you know and, why? Uh oh, let's not do the whole thing. <laughs> let's not do the you whole thing. You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> my thing is this listen don't be scared to put in grievances there is no reason to be scared to put in a grievance i don't care what it is that you see you see a supervisor working especially guys are always complaining oh i had somebody come and bring me work to my route and it was a supervisor well you know what why didn't you put in a grievance you know congratulations you played yourself uh, 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 uh the drivers they complain in the morning that they they see the the the, the preloaders are all gone so they start loading their own trucks i mean Okay, you know what? <laughs> the preloader's job is to do the, the the job. If they're gonna send these guys home, then I would I don't know what are the rules concerning that. Heck, uh, can you? No, the, you know, do you the, have to load your own? It truck? kills. It kills me that a lot of guys that are, you know always saying, "Ah, oh, the, the union don't do shit for you. The union doesn't do shit for you." As soon as they get into a little bit of trouble, I want to file a grievance. What about ten months ago? When the that, same situation happened, why exactly, you didn't file a grievance then? Exactly what I'm talking about. File the fucking grievance, man. Don't be afraid. You have an executive board here that will fight to the T. I mean, to the. I mean, dude. I tell all my guys file the grievance. Don't call me. I'm not a 800 complaint. File the grievance. Let me deal with it from there. And I'm telling you, it's happening. Uh, labor is really paying attention to the grievances right now. They are paying attention, and they're not going after. They have no time to go after you. The executive board is making sure that anyone who violates the contract, the company who violates the contract, is being held accountable. So now is the perfect time not to be scared. Because if you do feel like there is a bullseye on your back for putting in a grievance, guess what? That's another grievance. It's called retaliation. That's correct. They cannot come after you. You need to stop saying, if I hear another member come up to me and say, I don't want to put a bullseye on my, I'm going to, I swear, I'm going to wait till we get out of the building and I'm going to slap you. Because slap, slap, slap. <laughs> that's it. With this. <laughs>
<laughs> you know? Well, I won't use that, but <laughs> I, that's what I, I mean to do. I mean, come on, guys. Stop it. Stop with the fear. There's no reason to be scared. You, 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 you don't want the company to, to walk all over everybody. and You're protecting your own union brothers. When you put it in grievances, that shows the company that you're not allowing that to happen. And then if the next guy does it behind you, it, it's a trickle-down effect. And once everybody starts doing it, they, they got to lay off. One grievance sometimes is enough. It, it's enough to let them know somebody's paying attention. But the two, the three, the ten, the fifteen, the twenty, the fifty grievances, all on the same issue. That's and where you get the, the 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 pull and the strength that you need. And we'll make you a believer. Believe me, I had that already in uh, Brush Avenue. I had a guy that never, ever, 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 the time that he's been there, seventeen never, years, ever, 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 ever <laughs> have made a grievance and. I got him paid on a grievance, and it was a big lunk of fucking, a nice check of $800, and he's a believer now. He puts in grievance left and right now. It takes one check to get him to believe. I'm telling you right now, guys, believe. 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 Seeing Don't be is believing. Exactly. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, Greg Kerwood says 9.5 is still 7.5 hours of OT a week. That is right. That is absolutely right. See, a lot of a lot of guys think, oh, I'm working 9.5, so I, I'm, I'm, if I drop it down, I'm not going to get any overtime. Dude, Greg just put it there for you, and he added up the week, 7.5. I was saying it was like an hour and a half a day. It's 7.5 hours at the end of the week. I mean, a lot of guys don't even need more OT than that. But if you want more OT than that, anything over that will be double time. Why wouldn't you do it? I remember one time that one of uh, Vinnie Perone's guys uh, showed off a new barbecue griller, and he was like, "Thanks for the nine five grievances. This is what I bought." Nice. It was a fucking like a thousand dollar griller, you know. Nice. So, uh, the money's there, and right. you just gotta get into that nine five. Don't be afraid. Get get on it. See your kids and uh, grieve the rest. Yeah, absolutely. Greg Kerwood says no one should ever work vacation he, <laughs> from your mouth to God's ears. Exactly. I mean, Jesus. Well, now that I just to talk about that, I went to one of my centers and a supervisor came up to me and says, ha ha, we're going to have guys working during their vacation. I said, no, you're really? not. Really? He said, I said, no, you're not. It's in the contract. They cannot work during the vacation. Oh, 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 did you hear? They're going to pay them time and a half to come in for the vacation. So you're going to have guys coming in. Ha ha ha. You know, laughing to my what face. Jerk. So, you know, we. We, as a Teamster brother, brotherhood, uh -huh. we have to all stick together and stick to one page only. Yes. That page that says you're not allowed to work during the vacation. I know it's time that guys need money and, 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 and it has to be done, you know, but still, guys, stick together with the union. You can't go wrong with the union. Just do not work during your vacation, even if they promise you time and a half. Because I got guys that are probably going to do uh, vacation time, you know, straight time. Because, what? Yes. No. And that's crazy. No, that's crazy. And that is crazy. It should be double time. That's yeah. what it should be. Yeah, it's time and a half. Still wouldn't do it, though. But, the, you know, a supervisor <laughs> come up to me and laugh in my face saying, aha, we're going to have uh, guys working. But I'm going to be there. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. be there to make sure to turn your ass around and go home. Yeah, and get the members. Get the members to, to talk you'll to be, those guys. You'll be directing the workforce if you do that. Yeah. Fuck it. It's in our contract not to work during our vacation that's right, time. That's so. right. Richard Hooker Jr., we got 10 weeks left. Put to link out there to those who want to donate. Uh, they got uh, 623 Lives Matter. 
has a, what are we a, donating for? Donating well, PayPal. Well, it's probably to help him with their he, campaign. They got ten weeks. Why left. he didn't come to my radio show? Hey, listen, Richard. Well, your radio show. We now. support you. Okay, we at the what the heck? I show, used to support Regardless Rich. of what Hector Ford says here, we support I, you. We want you listen, guys to win. If I could count six dollars and twenty three cents in pennies, I'll get it done. That's right. You make sure you get those six <laughs> pennies over to him. It would have cost you ten dollars to come to the studio. Yep. Damn right, Mr. Kerwood. File, 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 file. Do not be scared to file. Peter Sullivan. Oh, where do we got to hear? Peter Sullivan. Over the years, my reply to the company and Teamster officials is, I don't want to hear how many are hired. Tell me how many trucks are arriving. Whoa, great statement there, Mr. Sullivan. Hell yeah. That's they don't right. have enough trucks. <laughs> they have trucks. I heard they have trucks up in 43rd Street, brand new P1000s without registration, no license plate on it. I don't know if they can even get them registered, but they don't have enough trucks. Jesus. And not only that, they don't have enough drivers. Well, you know the funny thing about this truck situation is they, they did buy a lot of trucks, but because they were trying to beat that law that they're going to have to start putting air conditioners in the trucks. So because of that, we ended up with a whole bunch of new trucks in our building, and in a, I'm sure in a lot of other buildings too that are all automatic, but none of them have air conditioners because they know soon that that fan is going to be more than just a fan. They're going to have to have air conditioners in all the nice. vehicles. Eventually, yeah, I could I could imagine the production on that one. Where the <laughs> yeah, it's gonna go on. swipe down. Woo! Oh yeah, <laughs> they're gonna go from twenty stops an hour to <laughs> eight. Forget about it. <laughs> but oh, hey, we're not talking about that. Let's uh, let's just uh, tap back on to uh, what we was talking about before about this automatic waiver thing with these part timers. They're gonna uh, tell the part timer, listen, you are you able to become a full time driver now because we're gonna treat you, we're gonna teach you in automatics, but on the underlining and make sure when you're ready to sign something that you have a shop steward there, don't sign anything at all but your check. Uh, in the bottom, it says that you'll be forfeiting your eight-hour guarantee if there's no automatic available for you. And that's bullshit. That's not in the contract. So uh, we're saying fuck you to the company about if, this. If, and if, if you sign that paper, you are signing into a separate agreement. That has nothing to do with our contract. Do not sign correct. that paper. Like Hex says, we do not sign anything but our checks. Do not sign anything. You are entitled to your fucking eight hours regardless to what. If they don't have any work for you, guess what? They got to pay you the eight hours. They better find something for, the, for you to do. And that's it. Exactly. Either either go buy some toilet paper at Kmart or some <laughs> some do something. Or you could buy Hector seven hundred dollar air conditioner. Exactly. That's literally a cooler with a fan on top of it. That's all it is. <laughs> hey, listen, it's I'm a sure hot it right now. I'm sure it works. I'm sure. I'm sure you'd rather have that than that fan blowing hot air into your I face. I would rather have that than that fan. You know, that fan only works if you like take the whole cooler, drench yourself completely from head to toe, and let that. That fan hit you, and then it'll, it'll be cooling it can, off. Can I borrow it for a couple weeks to see how it works at Absolutely my clerk station? <laughs> sure, I'll rent it. I'll have, rent have, it? Yeah, it's a rental fee. Twenty-five dollars a day is one hundred and twenty-five dollars a week. <laughs> but you, what are you doing? What are you talking about? You're not even on the truck. I know, but that clerk station it gets pretty hot sometimes. Nah, I don't think it, I, it. It won't be good for your clerk station unless you're the the bubble boy. <laughs> well, listen. I will I will secure my area. Mm. I will make sure I put cardboard and plastics and wrap it around and create a little fortress, and then all the air will be perfect for me. There you go. Oh, so Greg. Yep, that was a good post by our president, Greg. Absolutely. You so know? we have ten minutes left to the show here on the What the Heck Show with your host 
Tony Rosario. And now everyone, uh, we get less listeners every time we get on uh, bi-weekly. Because now, you know, Tony Rosario, you know, he has two kids. He has a wife that he has to maintain. Oh, thanks, Zach. You know, he has to have his weekends off. He's not like me. You know, I'm single and ready to mingle. Whoa. And um, I'm out there. You know, I could do this every weekend. And uh, <laughs> Game but, of Thrones for Hector. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> who, who will sit So Tony is, is the new host of the, the What the Heck show, and he could do it every other weekend. So. Uh, bear with us. Uh, every just count. You put it on your calendar. Every every after this Sunday, the next Sunday, you know, the following Sunday. I'm hoping. Um, I wish they had internet at the cookout. Man, we have a nice uh, live show coming from the cookout. But well, we, we could try to create some you kind know of hotspot. I, I don't. I don't want to do that because I want everyone to come down instead yeah. of saying be lazy. Oh, I'll turn on the radio and listen what's going on at the bar. At oh the yeah, cookout. that's true too. Yeah. So it, it's rather that everyone come down and uh, be live there, have a good time, bring your family, bring the kids. Um, they're gonna have face paintings. They're gonna have clowns. They're gonna have some uh, some things to do for the kids. Uh, they're gonna have. We're gonna have cooks there. Uh, food, a lot That's of food. Right. We're gonna have a DJ, DJ Centronics. If you ever heard of DJ Centronics, uh, he's he's a he's a good DJ, bro. He's That's he'll right. make you move. That's we're gonna right. have volleyball. We're gonna have a volleyball, you know, get together in the, the softball um, competition. So August eighteenth, put it in your calendar. August eighteenth, yes. the local eight hundred four first annual at uh Cunningham Cunningham Park, Park in Queens. Yes, yes. And, and if you don't know how to get there. Don't ask me, because I don't know how to get there either. But you can call the <laughs> it's hall. Far. It's right off of the, what is it, the Union Turnpike. It's right, literally right off the Union yeah, Turnpike. All the highways leads to Cunningham Park. Yeah, there's so, plenty of ways to get there. It's a nice And if you don't area. have a smartphone, then I, I, I go get one. <laughs> the flip phone won't work. Yeah. And so. again, it's a, it's a, it's a family-friendly affair. There will be stuff there for your kids to do. There'll be games for your kids. There'll be face painting. They might even have cotton candy. I, I don't know. I know they're doing a lot of stuff for the kids. There's going to be hot dogs, burgers. They're probably going to have other stuff to eat. So, you know, definitely come down. Enjoy the time with your brothers and sisters. Break bread. Have some fun. Watch the softball game. Watch Foster kick some butt. And uh, I don't know, you man. You be... keep saying that, bro. <laughs> I know, right? Millville. I think they're going to. I think. I, think I hope you be... Millville guys are listening. Foster Avenue's coming for you. Man. Yeah, it should be <laughs> it should be a uh, embarrassment uh, uh, cutoff type of thing. The after yeah, ten after, points, after forty runs, they're yeah, after forty runs, just cut it out, man. Just just call it a day. Call it a day. Call just, it a day. Just say goodbye to the trophy. But knowing you got competitors over there in the Foster, you got Louis uh, Lou Vasquez as a freaking uh, hardcore softball. Oh, yeah, he wins like he, a championship every year. With well, his he team. plays. Yeah, he plays out in the Rockaways. That's my hometown, I, Far Rock. I have trouble getting him to practice. And let me tell you something. I never, I never played in in that league in Far Rock because either you get stabbed or you get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nah, they they it's all cool. It's all my peoples out there in Far Rockaway, uh, they have a nice league and it's been going. Going good and um, a lot of competition over there. So if I know anyone that's competition in Forster, is Lou Vasquez. I wanna. I know it was a hot day today. I know a lot of people weren't on, but I want to thank all the people that were online today. Uh, Frank Whalen, John Ferrani, Greg Kerwood. I appreciate you listening all the way from Boston, brother. Uh, Louis Barbone, as always, the business agent. Uh, we got. Um, 
Vinny Perone for calling in. Vinny Perone for calling in. Our principal officer, Dubs 804. Where did you have a president of a local call in to this radio station? I mean, I tell you what, he's called like twice, and it's They're always a pleasure twice. to have him here. Well, I mean, as long as I've been on, I think it's been twice or three times that we had the show. We did it at his Listen, house when they were if running. If you have for nothing to hide, you will call up the station. That's it. Listen, one thing about this executive board that I have to say is everybody's very transparent. Um, there's nothing really, you know, other than stuff that, that are cases that are pending that they can't speak about. Once those things are done, usually they come out into the open. Uh, you, you know, you guys have always been transparent. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate that, brother. Um, I'm sure a lot of members don't feel like they in the dark now. No, no. It, we, listen, it's it's been a lot of... It's, you know, I get why guys don't want to file grievances. And I understand that it's been tough because of the last three years, you know, nothing has been done. Grievances were hidden, swept under the rug, wiped off of computers. Nobody knew what was going on. Nobody got answers. But, uh, I mean, at six months these guys have been in office and, and you can't compare. I mean, you, you don't have to be scared to file anymore. Over $70,000 in grievances have been paid out. Over $70,000. And the number keeps rising. Every time I talk about it, the number's higher. Uh, uh, Melville, Change of Ops, those guys got sent out of their building. Eight members, full-time guys, sent out of their building and forced to work somewhere else for almost two months. Fought the, the 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 experience board, the experience matter slate, the the executive board fought hard to get those guys back. Louis Barbone being you know at, at the head of it, and and all the guys that worked around them helping him out, and they got those guys back. It took a fight, but they did it. Everything in due time. Everything doesn't happen overnight, but these guys are putting up the fight. You know, uh, we got clerk grievances that that have gone in. Uh, we're still waiting on money for because why we haven't they haven't received the right amount of, uh, of dollar signs yet because these guys are entitled to money going back to like 2015 i'm sure this will be taken care of uh, soon especially now with all the cases that are being moved off the, the docket you know and and listen uh, these guys have done so much in six months if you fear if you're in fear because of what's happened in the past just try it now try it now and see where it goes and you'll see the difference. You'll see the difference. It's time to wake up. It's time to bring this unity together. And I'm not talking about just here in our local, guys. I'm talking about everywhere. Uh, you know, all over the country. Let's get together. Let's let's commute. Let's uh, communicate with one another. We got the Facebook pages. Let's get the word out there. Our union is not to be messed with. Fuck Hoffa. Fuck 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 Hoffa and his IBT cronies. We're not dealing with you guys no more. We have to for now, but we're not going to be dealing with you guys for long. Two more years and you're fucking out of there. And we're going to be fighting to get you guys out of there. Yeah, another thing. If you missed the show today, at the beginning of the show, you could go to what the heck at podomatic.com or you could uh, listen to the podcast. I'll put it over Facebook and Spotify. Right after the sh and Spotify. And we'll, it's, it's easy to uh, download, it's easy to listen to. Uh, like I said, it's, it's access for all you guys. This is a members radio for the members by the members. With your host, Tony Rosario. Thank you all for listening once again. And as always, stay united. Solidarity. We're here to put the U back in union. Peace out, my brothers and sisters.
us on Facebook at UnionPowerRadio.com. Follow us on Twitter at UnionPowerRadio. Listen every hour of every day. Radio, here we come. UnionPowerRadio.com.